Welcome to season two of Body Literati, where we talk about fiction that fucks. I'm your co-host, Jess. And I'm your other co-host, Asa. Ooh, welcome back, everyone, to season two of hey, Body hey, Season two, we made yes. it. We're here. We are here. Oh, we're so excited for season two. I can't believe we have so much on deck for season oh God, two. Yeah. I'm super excited. Um, as we've announced, billionaire season, Aza. Just billionaires. That is that is season two's oh. theme. I'm very excited. We picked yeah. billionaires. Why do we pick billionaires, Jess? There's so many, so many reasons why we picked billionaires. <laughs> this particular theme is littered in erotica, like there mm-hmm. and, and romance. There is so much to pick from where uh, billionaire themes are concerned. This theme is so prevalent within erotica and romance that it felt like there was no way we couldn't talk True. about True. at least six billionaire books. Yes, we're doing I'm six super... episodes every season. Yeah, we have on deck so many great billionaire stories that I'm super excited to get to. Our first book of the season is <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. You couldn't not do it. Like it was unavoidable. I suppose we could have just been like, never will we ever talk about this book, but it's so, like you said, it's like in everyone's minds, pop culture wise now, like you love it, you hate it, you love to hate it. Well, I feel so, like we brought it up so much too in first yeah, season true. that it there was literally it's like a what just, not to do. Right, right. There's literally no way for us not to do this book because of the amount of times we brought it up. And then just in general, the amount of stuff that is in the zeitgeist to this day about this damn trilogy. Is it a trilogy now? It is a trilogy. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like 50 shades four. It's like 50 yeah. shades of gray, 50 shades darker and then 50 shades free and then there's like a series that is from christian's perspective as is well, there that, oh god. yeah like i remember like all of that wish that on like, anyone oh god <laughs> sorry oh god. like well now yeah. you know you can already tell how i feel about this book i was gonna say all so, right let's um, get into yeah, it yeah. let's all do right. it when literature student Anastasia Steele goes to interview young entrepreneur Christian Gray, she encounters a man who is beautiful, brilliant, and intimidating. The unworldly, innocent Anna is startled to realize she wants this man and despite his inabic reserve, finds she is desperate to get close to him. Unable to resist Anna's quiet beauty, wit, and independent spirit, Gray admits he wants her too, but on his own terms. Shocked yet thrilled by Gray's singular erotic taste, Anna hesitates. That's an understatement. For all the trappings of success, his multinational businesses, his vast wealth, his loving family, Gray is a man tormented by demons and consumed by the need to control. When the couple embarks on a daring, passionate physical affair, Anna discovers Christian Gray's secrets and explores her own dark desires. I wish you could see my face right now. Oh, God. Hearing that. I I just, I I literally just want (sighs) to die right now. Just burn this book. Well, it's, um, yes. Okay. The book starts out with we have Anastasia Steele and we have Christian Gray. These are our main characters for those who don't know. This is, these are the two people that we're supposed to give a shit about. So book yeah. starts out with Anastasia. And her friend Kate. Her friend Kate, who's a roommate. 
Yes. And they're both seniors in college and Kate writes for the newspaper. She's valedictorian. She's rich. Mm -hmm. She's outgoing. She's all the Mm -hmm. things. And Anastasia is painted as this sort of like mousy kind of introverted yeah Yeah. wallflower type it's just you know very book bookish and whatever you know English lit major etc stuck in her books and she takes Kate's place because Kate is sick to do this interview with Christian Gray for their like student newspaper and she's like I don't want to but she does or she begs her she's like please I wrote out all the questions record the interview and I'll just write it up doing a favor for a friend seems it starts off okay right like this setup is fine but then she goes to Christian's office and Mr. Gray's office from here is just downhill like I is the dialogue the things that happen like (sighs) she goes into his office and it's just immediately like intimidated by everyone in the office. She's just all like, blondes, oh all these blondes. Like, yes. oh, I wonder why all the women are blondes. Like, he yes. must have a type. Ugh. And I'm like, why you would even think that? Like, right away, I don't know, but okay. Yeah. Walks into the freaking office, trips on seemingly nothing. Nothing. Just, oh, 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 I just tripped in the office. Oh, and then is like, what? Her fucking pencil in her mouth, or like biting her lip. Yes. The lip biting. Oh. is practically its own character in this book and I have never wanted to slap someone across the <laughs> mouth so fucking much like stop biting your lip stop who does that who fucking does that just like randomly as like an I don't know just unconscious habit of like uh, uh, uh. I was like uh, yeah yes. so much it, it was so so that is her introduction that is yes. her introduction their introduction he's like oh are you okay like oh you fell on nothing why like okay come sit down yeah. and the whole time she's just like i just am, uh, 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 like so can't. flustered just yes. so like out of her league like where this is concerned and i guess we're led to believe that it's implied you know that he's super hot and Mm -hmm. she's like oh he's really hot like Mm -hmm. this is very uncomfortable okay whatever I'm sure okay so they have their conversation they have the interview and then it rolls into her just kind of like being a college student right yeah back to normal life yeah going back to her normal life she has a part-time job or a job at yeah some hardware store hardware store so then the next fucking day as I'm led to believe it was at least the next day the day day after Within Within three days. days. Yes. Within within days after the single interview. That was the only interaction they had. First time they met. He shows up at her work randomly. And she's like, oh, you know, fancy seeing you here, billionaire guy. Like, why are you in a hardware store? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm looking for cable ties. Yes. Which I'm like, I as the reader, I know to me, this is giving me Ted Bundy. I was like, maybe I listen to too much true crime, but I was like, uh, what? So he's like, I'm looking for cable ties. She's like, okay, here's the cable ties. Well, I'm looking for masking tape. And she's like, okay, here's the tape. And I'm looking for rope. And I'm like, I would be in the back calling yes. my manager being like, I'm going to sit in the stock room until this guy leaves. Because then he's like, well, what else do you think I need? She's like, oh, maybe coveralls. Like if you're doing, you know, like <laughs> home improvement. But yeah, right. Makes sense. And he's like, or I could just wear no clothes at all. Bitch, I'm getting sexually harassed by a customer. Because if this guy was ugly, 
this would be a completely different story. 100%. But Ted Bundy, I guess, was handsome or people thought he was. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah. different. Yeah. But people yeah. thought he was handsome and they mm-hmm. thought he was charming. And then he murdered all those women. So I'm just like, fuck no. Yep. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't look that bad. That's what I'm saying. The red flags were already yep. popping up. And also, how did he know? Like, it was a, it's a local, like, mom and pop hardware it store. It is. And yeah, so it's not like an Ace Hardware, or, like, yeah. happened to walk into Home Depot no. or something. It's like the one little local hardware store owned by, like, this couple. Yeah. He, in a different city. Yes. He shows up there while you're working. Yes. Bitch. But apparently we're supposed to think that this is sexy. I guess uh, apparently yeah so he buys his shit and he leaves and she's like oh crazy what a coincidence all right yeah. let it go so they get to the hardware store he does the hardware store thing <laughs> buys all that stuff <laughs> there's so much like this is why this book is just this out of is... bounds and so we'll say it's a coincidence then, so all she right. brings up that Kate wants to do photos like mm-hmm. and so he's just like well here's my card call me and we can talk about doing some photos you know she goes back to Kate and Kate's like yeah this is super cool let's set up this time but we don't got a photographer who can we tap to be our photographer and then Jose like their, their friend, friend, Jose, friend is photographer. Jose is a photographer well yeah well impromptu photo yeah. shoot and then he asks her for coffee yes and it's like the weirdest interaction like straight away oh like like the dialogue in this book okay because the dialogue between these characters is like so not believable it is so awkward it's and so, so bizarre awkward. that so you're bizarre. like huh like are these real people like That's what I'm saying. What it's, like this? right it's so rigid and it's just yes. so like how it's do these strange people- well so they have this conversation and then he's like tell me about yourself you know, since yeah, we just met it's an and all. interview. It's an yes! interview. And then all of a sudden he basically is like, oh, well, you should stay away from me. I'm not the guy for you. And I'm like, yeah. bitch, we just met. I'm not yes. the guy for you. Like, do I know you? Like, I don't know your middle name. I don't know nothing about you. Like, I know you're rich yeah. and I know your your first and last name. And then he like totally interrogates her about Jose. Like, is that your boyfriend? Yeah. Like, she's like, no. Like, yeah. She's like, we're just, just friends. Friend. We just hang out. And then yes. he's just like, "Who? what about that boy that I met at the hardware, the hardware store, store that you were talking co-worker. to? Co-worker? Like, yeah. Like, like, what the fuck? Like I said, the dialogue during this makes me want to just die (laughs) yeah and it's so uncomfortable it is it's like you need to stay away from me apparently she responds to it she's like she does oh okay like she's like partially confused partially like oh really and I'm like girl I know you don't even know this man like that's what I'm saying and he interrogates her about like her family like he's asking her about her parents like tell me about your dad tell me I'm like yeah and so it like gets even like more creepy, right? It's and very creepy. Like, so like super creepy. Oh, right. You know, and then so she's he, like, Well, tell me about you. And he's just like, No. No. <laughs> no. And I'm like, no, okay, well then bye. And then this weird ass conversation is over with him basically saying, I'm good. You yeah, know, like and this is where I the can't... lip biting starts to like. Yeah, where she fucking play. starts lip bite, biting and her he's goddamn lip. Like looking at her, like <laughs> your face. It's just the uh, a... The side eye where you're like, does he love it? Does he hate it? Do I, I care yet? I don't know. So the next day, she like she goes out with her friends, and they're celebrating, you know, because they're about to graduate and all that. And yeah. she, Anastasia, and her roommate Kate, they're like dancing, you know, they're drinking, whatever. They're all legal age, you know, adults. Exactly. And she drunk calls him. You know, we all been there. We've all done it. Um, twenty two. It's a weird age. <laughs> it's done a weird, weird things. Yeah, weird you know, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah so she drunk calls him and mm-hmm. he's like where are you have you been drinking and she's like yeah again <laughs> fine and he's like well, where are you and she hangs up she's like whatever man like right. um, yeah and then she goes outside and her friend jose who clearly has had like a crush on her or whatever yeah. tries to put the moves on her but she's yes. you know drunk and she's not into it she's like you know just just friends like you know no yes. and he tries to kiss her and she tries to push him off and it's you know it's not a cute look for jose no and then christian shows up out of nowhere out of the blue. I, out of the abyss i don't know he's he, like, like a ghost yes he just like manifested some from somewhere from a yes. sewer pipe i guess i don't know but he just shows up and is like hey she said no and then she pukes everywhere and he's like okay come on i'll take you home i told your friend kate like she's in there with my brother they're having fun blah 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 yeah. and i'm like hold up why would you not go to her friend and be like hey because who's also her roommate and her best friend exactly. just be like hey she's sick she's drinking a lot she's puking yeah you know maybe she needs to go home if yeah. she can't take her yeah. then like i can take her home to her home where to she lives home. to yes. where she lives right and put her in her bed like a decent person and let her sleep it off and like you yes. know make sure i lock the door mm-hmm. that's not what happens no he's like oh i spoke to kate she's in there with my brother i'll take you home and i'm like again bitch like true crime yeah he, I, you don't know if he spoke to her she's like oh you spoke to her uh okay uh, yeah you know well and they do actually go back into the place yeah but she like yeah still i'm just, just all like, messed up yeah I mean, if that were my friend i would be like hold up like yeah i'm having a good time but my friend is like you know over here and like she's out of it so i'm gonna go home not a like oh hundred. yeah you can take her home what kind of friend is that but anyway i digress hundred then she wakes up next thing she knows she passes out whatever falls asleep she wakes up in the fancy hotel where this guy is staying in the bed with no clothes on with no, like like a t-shirt none of her original and, clothes. yeah none of her original clothes she went out in. she wakes up she's like what the fuck's going on and he pops up out of nowhere and is like hey sorry i just went to the gym um yeah. you know she's like uh where what happened to my clothes he's like well you know they were covered in vomit so like you know i put gave you this t-shirt and she's like did you change my clothes for me and he's like well yeah yeah. And she's like, okay, it, like uncomfortable, <laughs> you know? And she's like, well, did I sleep here last night? And he's like, yes. And she goes, well, where did you sleep? He's like, well, in the bed. How is that cool? Like, we don't know each other. Right. We met 48 hours ago or whatever this time frame At is. Least, like, it's very short. Less very than a short. Week. Yeah, less, less than, than a week. week. We've spoken twice. And yeah. you thought it was appropriate for you to bring me to your hotel room change my clothes and put me in bed and sleep next to me. Like, yeah. again, you are planning to fucking murder me <laughs> and I would be out of that room so, so fast. Quick. But oh, again, he's hot and he's rich and it's fine. I'm yeah. sorry. This is sounding less like an erotic novel to me and more no. like the Stalker. setup for a murder, yes. like thriller in my so mind. True. It really could have gone that way. Someone could rewrite oh, this as a God. thriller. Um, hundred percent. But yes, and then he says, to her, "What does he say?" He's like, "You really drank too much last night. If you were mine, you wouldn't be able to sit down for a week." Yep, there oh, it goes. Oh, oh. And she starts biting her goddamn lip. Yes. And I'm like, "How do you think this is sexy? How do you think this is sexy?" Because I would be petrified. So true. I would be like, "Oh my god!" So like true. looking for the rope that he bought. Right. Yeah. At the fucking hardware store the day before. Yeah. And the dialogue between these two at this time, like, cause he tells her to like breathe and like, have you eaten? Like he gets all like territorial over her. Like, 
breathe have you eaten what did you drink and it's you think just, too much yeah it's so bad and like this is where I like not that I wasn't already hardcore rolling my eyes through this <laughs> this is where it starts to get so bad because again the dialogue between these two is just so uncomfortable it's It's so so uncomfortable and so from there they kind of they they start to kind of see each other like yeah sort of you know like he asks her he doesn't even really ask her he's like i'm doing this thing and then you're coming and she's like okay yeah and so then takes her home takes her home and then like hanging out i guess and he like flies her in his helicopter to seattle and they he takes her to his house and then he's like this is where he starts to drop that yes straight away he's like yes i'm a dom and she's like what's that and he's like let me show you my sex room and (laughs) so it's the you know it's the room with all the toys and the Mm -hmm. bed and it's the red room the red Mm -hmm. room right and um yeah and so he kind of like straight away kind of dives into the like this is what i'm into but even then he's sort of evasive about it he's like you don't want to know, but I'm going to yeah. show you, you know, it's yeah, like, right, okay, right. well, like, just be straight up about it. Then right? my guy, like, just Thank tell you. me what's going on. Thank you. Not this like pussyfooting around it. Anyway. So he shows her the room and she's very scared. And like, what is all this stuff? And he's like, well, <laughs> I have very particular interests. Steel. He all calls her Miss Steel. He does. Anastasia. Even though she's like, please call me Anna. And he's like, I like Anastasia. Even yeah. though she's like, please call me Anna. But who gives a fuck about what she wants to be called, right? Anyway. Right, right. Uh, Yeah. So then he kind of was like, well, I'm a dom and I want you to be my sub in so many terms. I'm making, it's actually probably better dialogue than what's written in the book. Then they start, I want you to submit to me. And she's like, why? Yeah, Yeah, why though? And he's like, because I like it and it turns me on. No harm in that. But she, we find out very quickly that she's a virgin. and. a virgin virgin. (laughs) which is like okay i knew people like at the end of college who'd never had sex before so i'm Mm. like all right like it happens sure you know just the opportunity doesn't present itself and it didn't seem like it was like she's like religious she was living under a rock in a tiny town it's fine yeah first first time she found a guy attractive is what they yeah 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 book right fair enough in that respect then he's like she goes well will you make love to me Again, we're diving right into this. This escalates very quickly. Uh, it does. And he goes, I don't make love. I, I fuck, fuck <laughs> hard. And you're like, ah, who says that? Like, and then a she creep. Says, yeah, yes, says yeah. Then he's like, she goes, oh, well, will you make love to me? And he says, no. She's like, well, I'm a virgin. To which and he's right like, there. what? Yeah. How did you not say anything? It's like, what do you want me to get a fucking tattoo on my forehead? Like right. a virgin walking, like, you know, right. and he's just like, how did could you not tell me? And she's like, like, why Thank would you. I tell you that? Why would that come up? Thank you. Until this conversation right now. Right. Right. Yeah, right. right. And so, <laughs> and so he's like, well, we're going to fix that. Yeah. And then they go have sex or make love vanilla, vanilla sex. Yeah. Yes. And so she's like, oh, this is nice. I guess she's totally cool with it. You know, fine. All right, whatever. What if they have their sex and it's very nice. And then the next day, like just this sort of like playing house almost, but he's uh, like, oh, I slept. I never sleep beside anybody, but for you, it's different, you know? Yes. It's- and then he presents a contract. 
It's like, here's a contract. This is the Dom sub agreement that yes. I propose. This is, you know, it's not my first rodeo. Like I've done mm-hmm. this many times before. Read it. So yes, please read the contract, you know, review, blah, blah, blah. She's like, this is bizarre. But like, so <sighs> the contract is a point of contention throughout the whole thing. Like, she's like, I don't like this. This is weird. He's like, just read it. <laughs> she's like, please tell I don't me. Know. Yeah, like I don't know. Me. I don't yeah. know. Like, contract. And it's just like just fucking read it. And if you don't like it, don't sign it. Or like, yeah. you know, you can negotiate or whatever. But right. it's like she it's almost portrayed as like this very bizarre, like a contract. Like, who yeah. does that? But I just want a boyfriend. Like, right, I just want right. to be your girlfriend. That's all. And he's like, more. I don't want to do that. I want more. Yes. That's like so the constant thing she That says. is the, the the only conflict in this whole fucking story. Uh, so she wants a boyfriend because she likes she him like that. Yeah. And he's like, I don't do the boyfriend, girlfriend thing. This is my thing. Yeah. This is why I have a contract. These are the strict rules that yeah. I will abide by. And I expect you to abide by. Should you sign the contract? Look it over. If you are not into it, you feel free to say no. Because Come he's on. done this uh, a lot. Like they get hu- really hung up on the number, right? It's like 15. Like 15 Yeah, she's like, how people. many, how many people have you done this with? It's like yeah, 15. Like she's 15. like, ah. and she's just like 15. <laughs> and so like that is like always well, a he's number. 27. So it's like, okay, yeah. but you know, if you're only doing it like a couple months at a time, like True. you know, it's reasonable. And then when he starts like, you know, saying, do your research, she's like, Well, I don't have a computer for a college student. How do you only have this is set one in 2011? Computer? Exactly. How do you only have one Mac computer between two college women? Yeah. Anyway. And so he gets her a, a, a MacBook. Because she's like, What is this? How do I use the the computer so basically it's like the contract is the thing that, that is, is the, the only conflict in this entire fucking so story true. is the like she wants a boyfriend he doesn't yes. want to be her boyfriend he no. just wants to have his dom sub thing and be yes. happy and like go with what he knows and so and she's many like mixed signals between yes exactly because it seems like okay he's like please just look over the contract if you're not into it like we can move on yeah. with our lives and like that'll be that but he doesn't follow his own he does boundaries he crosses his own boundaries all the time. So many. So he keeps like being like, well, I can't stay away from you. And she's like, yeah, right. me neither. But then I'm confused. Right. But like, because you want to do this, but like, I don't know. And so they both kind of agree to try to meet in the middle. He's yeah. like, oh, I don't really do the boyfriend thing, but I guess I could try it out. Right. And she's like, well, I've never, re- A, never had sex up until now. And I've also, of course, never done any kind of this. BDSM anything. Yes. Um. So I'm I willing. guess I'll try. Yeah. yeah. So for that's, you, not for, for you, not pleasure. because I'm particularly interested in it. Yes. But for you, I will try. And it's like, okay. Yes. All right. So that's where we're at. And then the story uh, kind of goes along this push and pull between them. Yes. And essentially, rather than break down every chapter by chapter, basically that is the rest of the fucking book where it's it just is. them going back and forth, back and him forth. being a stalker. Um, oh. and also just like, Meeting his her. parents, yeah, yeah, his yeah. Parents, he's like, "Oh, dad, you're gonna meet my mom." Meeting and she's like, mom, "Oh, mm-hmm. well, okay, like, I guess I'm meeting your mom." This. Like, yeah. ah. this happens so many times in this book where she's like, "I need space, I need space," and he's then like, he shows up at her house, shows up at in Georgia, wherever she's mom. at, yeah, it's wherever crazy. the hell she is at after she tells him she needs some space, he literally just shows up he's as like, a ghost, like he just manifests. Like again, it's, it's like crazy. this dude just manifests out of thin air um in so many of these things where you're just like where the fuck did you come from like what the fuck is happening in between this this, they fuck a lot they They have a lot of sex um 
and yeah i mean the the sex scenes were actually pretty decent like they were I, yeah they weren't bad there yeah. were some good ones um there was some we'll talk yeah, about there were some yeah we'll but then yeah this. the book kind of wraps up obviously it's not a total ending it's sort of a cliffhanger because there's two other books but they have this interaction that does not go the way Super that well. you know it's no. yeah doesn't go well it, this incident in the red room yes. um and then she walks out and that's kind of where the it. cliffhanger is like dun dun so that's that's 50 shades of gray in a nutshell um it's really it's a lot i don't know just i want to hear there's so much okay so you and i when we decided on this book i knew that we were gonna have a lot to say about this you know i remember the first time i read it i really liked it i remember thinking that it was kind of like you know like oh interesting because this is like when the billionaire thing was just starting to like pop off Mm -hmm. like real hard and then I read this and then I started reading other dom sub billionaire books and I was just like holy shit okay coming (laughs) back to read this book again as I said while we were talking through this so many emotions and you and I texted a lot over the last like (sighs) month struggling so hard to get through this book right off the top I want to go back to when he invites her out to coffee after the photo shoot when I reread that part of the book I literally was cringing the entire time because it's just kind of like you can absolutely see that in his mind, that interaction was an interview to interview her about being his sub. And she is completely, completely unaware what the fuck is happening. And then like the constant like lip biting, like you brought that up in our text. And I was like really early into the book, like when we started like talking about that, I'm sure you were probably a little bit more into the book, Mm. but literally every time you said like the lip biting came up, I literally thought of you and just how ridiculous it just seems out of bounds and so excessive like excessive that's it it is this feature almost in the book where she's just like constantly biting her goddamn lip and he's constantly being like and she's like what i know i just couldn't handle it because i kept coming up and I was like, stop. Oh, <laughs> and then like, after they start having sex, like the inner goddess Maya monologue. Oh, Anastasia's character has this little inner monologue that of course, I think the whole thing is from her perspective. It is. So, and there are, once they start having sex, there's this little like aside that she does mm-hmm. where she'll be like my inner goddess. She has this like reference to her inner goddess yes. and she'll describe it like in these interactions where they're having sex and she'll be like, my inner goddess was like feeling herself. It's uh-huh. annoying. It's annoying. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? This sounds like something that a Mormon would have written. This really does sound like, you know what I mean? Like this is your idea of like female enjoyment. And and I texted this to you. This is like a huge fucking pet peeve of mine. When somebody has to be reminded constantly to fucking eat. 
Um, for me, that is like a huge red flag and something that I was consistently running across. Uh, I specifically had to curate all of those books out of my purview. So for me, this book is, is an automatic just like no on my list now because of as soon as I see that within a book, I'm like, nope, this is not the book for me. And I back out of it. Just in general, in literature, you should not be doing this. In my personal opinion, consistently bringing up eating uh, and like, you know, and all of that, because again, the amount of just like talking points where eating anorexia, like a lot of those uh, mm -hmm. eating disorders are concerned. I wanted to just like scrape my eyeballs out every time. Like I- You eat Anastasia. I, I, I heard that. And, and just the amount of times, like that was like a conflict between them and the other stupid conflicts that came up where the contract was concerned, as you say, because that is the major point of contention. This entire book uh, is- Because there's no plot otherwise. There's literally contract. no plot. Yeah. So yeah, please, Azza, save me. What did you, what What were some things that on your end that you oh wanted my God. to talk about? I'll try to make this as succinct as possible because <sighs> I have bad feelings, but like, okay, A, the dialogue. Oh, the, so bad. I, I got some- uh, quotable quotes just some please some lines that I wrote down that I was like oh. unbelievable like there's a scene where he he's like oh well I called the like state's best gynecologist to like come and like hook you up with the birth control at the house he says to her doctor's on their way he says quote ready for some contraception then there was he kept saying mighty fine oh. mighty fine and then he also described her butt as having a captivating sexy ass yeah. awkward dialogue is awkward like, like the way he talks about like yeah the way he talks about like her laters skin. baby oh can we, can, oh. Can we touch on that too please laters Bye. baby i'm like okay wait is this supposed to be like aloof and cool i'm like that that's actually a way that i imagine someone who's socially awkward would think it's sexy to say right laters, baby. but the way that christian says it to her is so weird and weird. Like, yeah, like you said and the way it's that he describes sticky. your body like, like you said yeah so yeah the dialogue was fucking awkward oh it was just it, it was just cringe you're like nobody talks oh. like this i don't know anyone who says laters you know you just say see you later <laughs> or something right unless you're english right like later right. like something yeah. like that but yeah so i'm like <laughs> it was weird the only like mind-blowing thing about this book is how like completely bizarre and unlikable the characters are oh. um like anastasia yes. is so clumsy and right. you know she she has like some interests like you know it starts off okay right like she's an English lit major she talks about her love of like classic English literature and yeah. da, da, da. but then she goes like full like Zoe de Chanel minus the funniness I guess of like right. you know she lacks like all real like critical thinking about anything it's like she knows nothing about anything somehow she, and like somehow she graduated college and she's just she's like oh so clumsy, like I've fallen down again. Oh, sorry for everything. Oh, sorry for existing Christian. Oh, right. gee whiz. I don't know anything right. about stuff. I'm sorry about that too. And then like a little note again about the dialogue. I'm going to call this bitch George Takai because the <laughs> amount of times that she says, oh my. Oh my God. Oh, like not even, oh my God. Not even like, oh, like, but she goes, oh fuck. Oh, oh. gosh. Oh my, I listened to the audiobook <laughs> version and I listened oh. to, I did. Yes. It, I honestly feel like it was maybe worse listening to audio oh audiobook, but I did the audiobook version of skimming it. I like increased the speed 
to like 1.75. So it just like halfway through, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't do 20 more hours of this. I like was like, we're increasing the speed on this. But the amount of times, at least five times every chapter to the most innocuous thing. Sometimes it's like, wow, he's got a big fucking erection. Oh my. Mm -hmm. And then other random shit. Oh, he made me breakfast. Oh my. So there's that, the lip biting. She just, she was like, I think she's supposed to be sort of like a Sarah plain and tall, but anyway, I digress. So she was annoying. Didn't like her at all. And then he was cringe. You know, I feel like they did him dirty in a lot of ways. Like his character was, you know, could have gone a different direction. And like my biggest gripe with this is like all of the contract things and even the dynamic that he wants to have, right. Where Mm -hmm. he's like, I pick your clothes. I choose what you eat. Mm -hmm. I basically like control every aspect of your life Mm -hmm. is not uncommon because like people that do dom sub relationships, like some people just want to do it like in a sexual context, right? Like it's just in the bedroom when we agree to do it, blah, blah, blah. And other people like having it be like 24 seven, you know, like in every aspect of their lives. And so I'm like to that end, I'm like, if you're both on the same page, you both are like, you know, okay, like this is what I like, my limits, you've both talked, you've agreed, you've, you've signed off on this, like Mm -hmm. then enjoy, you know, but that's where I feel like this book is, you know, it's tiptoeing around that where you're like, okay, this could have been a great opportunity for you to like, talk about this kind of dynamic in a way that makes it like that makes people understand that it's like it's not bizarre and it's not unhealthy inherently you know like it can be very satisfying and like you know pleasurable for both parties it's and that's where I feel like this book just kind of goes like like complete opposite direction because this is not a dom sub relationship this is an abusive relationship it is they never agree on what the rules are going to be they never sign the contract yeah but it's like he's disrespecting his own rules and his own boundaries about yeah. like, well, she has to agree to this. Well, she has to be on the same page. This is how I've done it. Like, like, so there's that and um, for him. And I'm just like, why did it have to go this way? Like, why did they have to like make his character such a fucking creep? Yeah. And then on her end, the other shit part of this dynamic is just like this portrayal that people that are interested in BDSM must be like, broken victims of trauma in this deep way you know that she cannot seem to fathom why he would be interested in doming Mm -hmm. and like why like I just even though she was like yeah I did my research I'm like well research would show you your research would like give you plenty of information about why people are interested in this kind of thing and like go from there but the whole fucking book is just her and I think the whole series is her just trying to like heal him and like fix him and like well if I heal these like this inner child trauma of his then like he won't want to do this anymore and he won't like this anymore and then then we can just be boyfriend girlfriend and like live happily ever after and I'm like girl projects are for arts and crafts (laughs) not for people (laughs) like write it on your tombstone 100% projects are not for people like respect that he is a grown-ass man thank he has you his own interests for whatever fucking reasons and if he doesn't want to talk about them with you stop pushing that shit be yep. like you know what he doesn't want to talk about it he's not that type of guy yeah i'm not it's not my fucking job to waste my goddamn life and my yeah. precious minutes of this life trying to like 
chip away at this fucking iceberg yeah. that doesn't want to be chipped away at. Aside from the sex scenes, this is, I think, one of the first books we've read. Normally, I like the story and the sex yeah. comes secondary. It's just like a nice little yeah. topping on top of the dessert. But like, I think this is the first book we've read. What I would have preferred just the sex scenes. Yeah. I would have preferred none of the story because the story oh. was trash garbage trash it was so bad yeah so before we get to our favorite scenes I do want to very quickly just touch on two things the very first is kind of like the tropes right that are going out throughout this entire book so Anastasia is a college student who doesn't have a computer she didn't know how to dress like she has no self-esteem she literally has no understanding of the world at all and then there's like so many times in the book she says please don't hurt me please don't hurt me and it's just God. like though to be honest I in my mind I cue dun, dun. <laughs> do you really want to I love <laughs> Yes. do you really want to make Man. me cry yes yes he does right there's like no trust at all in no. this relationship like whatever God, no. face you want to put on it like it's God, no. dom sub or it's a boyfriend girl, whatever the fuck it is going on here yeah there's literally zero trust in this relationship because so it's true. nothing but trying to test the trust the entire book and so true. failing every goddamn time so, <laughs> so true. just like this relationship is such a trash fire like it's, it's so, bad. so bad and i would not so recommend bad. it for anyone no no and then the other thing i wanted to touch on that you brought up very briefly was uh the impact that this particular series or books movies had on the bdsm community so i was doing some research i, I brought up a couple of articles and i wanted to mention them very quickly here um, about kind of the impact that uh, this particular series had on uh bdsm uh, community and the practitioners uh, within this community so um, i found an article that was published in february of 2015 uh, on the atlantic called consent isn't enough the trouble Sex of Fifty Shades by Emma Green. So I wanted to just shout out a couple of these quotes that I found from this article. Quote, as several experienced BDSM practitioners emphasized to me, there are healthy ethical ways to consensually combine sex and pain. All of them require self-knowledge, communication skills, and emotional maturity in order to make the sex safer and mutually gratifying. The problem is that Fifty Shades casually associates hot sex with violence, but without any of this context. Sometimes Anna says yes to sex she's uncomfortable with because she's too shy to speak her mind or because she's afraid of losing Christian. She gives consent when he wants to inflict pain, yet that doesn't prevent her from being harmed. But the most troubling thing about the sex in Fifty Shades isn't the BDSM itself, it's the character's terrible communication. And then this last one well, there's two more. Um, this next one is specifically about the BDSM community. So quote, for people in the BDSM community, consent is the ironclad starting point, but that's not the end goal of their sexual activities because it's a community that people choose one with strong norms and more. It can embrace a set of sexual values like exploration, play, and experimentation, end quote. 
there's a lot to this Atlantic article. It's really, really long, but I really recommend um, taking good, a look yeah. at it. And then I have one more article that I wanted to bring up very briefly um, about, and this is from uh, slate.com. Um, it was originally in Quora, um, and it uh, and the article is, why does the BDSM community dislike Christian Grey? Um, and this was from April 2017. Um, and they start this off right away. The simple answer is because he is not a BDSM practitioner. He is mm -hmm. a stalker and an abuser. The complex answer, Christian Grey is a fictional character created by a writer in later a movie studio with no real world BDSM experience for an audience with no real world BDSM experience. He routinely violates boundaries, ignores consents, stalks Anna, engages in clumsy and wildly unsafe activities, has poor communication skills, and exhibits many traits of an entitled uh, narcissistic abuser, end quote. Mm -hmm. Fucking Fifty Shades and Christian Grey is an absolute piece of shit uh, uh, representation <laughs> of this world and of doms in general. There is a lot of dialogue and a lot of discourse out there uh, regarding Fifty Shades, and I encourage you all to explore more of why this book series is so problematic. I, we, I do favorite sex scenes because I feel like this book sucked big donkey dick. Like, <laughs> I think for me, like the only I one that- remember. Yeah, I think the only one that I want to kind of bring up is, and this is even problematic bringing this one up, is like after- he, um, you know, after the, after they graduate or after she graduates and he shows up at her fucking house, like just randomly. And then they end up doing it in her, in, in her bedroom. And he's just like, I brought the tie. And so he ties her up and does like that. And so that's like the one that I am going to shout out and say that I enjoy the most it's it, it was just kind of hot. It is what it is. Although I know he uses a flogger on her in, in the mm -hmm. red room. I'll say the one that stood out to me, which I was like, I'll give it props for creativity. Yeah. Um, is like this one in the red room where he like blindfolds her and then ah. he puts like headphones on her. Yeah. And he plays this song. It's like classical music. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, all these other yeah. sensations, right? He's like different textures, like fur on her body yes. and like, you know, the the balls, like Kegel balls or whatever. Yeah you know kind of just messing around with like different things and I'm like that sounds fun yeah <laughs> like, that, that could be fun but yeah. that's that's kind of it for me all of them all those sex scenes were just like <sighs> I mean not bad but just no I, I feel tainted because of the way right. that the characters were interacting I'm like so true seem I don't like this. Uh, I guess the one positive that I will bring up is that because of this book series, I guess Fifty Shades has a sex toy line that is pretty oh, incredible. Very <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, okay. so, yeah. So if you're looking for good recommendations of sex toys, I guess the Fifty Shades line uh, of sex toys is really great. So yeah, get out there and, and pick up the Jumbo Fifty Shades of Grey Rabbit Vibrator. So ratings. Rating. I'm going to give it a one. Um, and the one is for the somewhat decent sex scenes, just based on like my, your, my imagination, just letting it, you know, munch on what I was hearing. I'm like, okay, like not bad, but otherwise it's gross. Okay. I am also giving it a one. This book sucks. Like the dialogue <laughs> is fucking 
awful. I literally skimmed read this book uh, because there were so many times that I would just start like reading a paragraph and my eyes would roll so hard in the back of my head. The sex scenes are literally the only thing that somewhat saves this book. And even that is a stretch for the love of God. Don't let this be the only thing that you've read where erotica slash BDSM slash dom sub relationships is concerned. All right. Wrapping up first episode of season two. Excellent. excellent. So excited to be back. Yeah, definitely. And excited to talk about the other books we've got in the pipeline. You can find us at Body Literati on Instagram. And go ahead and give us a follow, like our pictures and whatnot. Um, you know, message us. You can DM Absolutely. us on Instagram. You can email us at bodyliteratypodcast at gmail.com. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.